What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to the Believe in Iowa State podcast. My voice is kind of coming back. Not really. I'm going to still take a little couple stops to um, get a drink of water between all the position groups. But, you know, it's a little bit better today. Um, right now, it's like midnight. So when I'm recording this, because I told you guys that I was going to get this out Friday night and darn it, that's what I'm going to do. So it's ready for you for Christmas Eve. Today, we're going to talk about the defensive side of the ball for the class of 2023. And man, am I excited for this because we got we got four stars. We got guys who I think went terribly underrated, guys with big time offers, guys who grew up in tiny towns in northwest Iowa. It's a really good class. A couple late guys that came in and signed that I think are going to be really good, really good pieces. But you know what? Let's just get into it. So for the first guy we're going to talk about, his name's Samuel Same. Defensive end out of Derby High School in Kansas. He's six foot five, 215 pounds. So really long, lanky guy, kind of lean guy. His offers are to Kansas, Kansas State, Nebraska, Oregon State, Illinois, Utah, among others. A bunch of offers for this guy. A player comp that I would give for him is, I. this is for all, all the people who watch the currently watch the NFL and maybe watch it more than other people. A guy who I would compare him to is Montez Sweat. Now, Montez Sweat is kind of the same build. He's a lot bigger because, obviously, he's a grown man. He's in the NFL. But he has that 6'5 frame, really quick frame, and I'll, I'll get to more kind of about how Samuel Same plays. But a good comp that I think would be for him is Montez Sweat. A guy who gets after the quarterback really fast, long, lengthy, really long arms. Significant playing time, I think, when Samuel Samuel Same will see significant playing time. I believe that he will see it, you know, kind of in that year two to year three range. He needs to bulk up a little bit. He probably needs to get about 225, 230 until he really can see the field. He's good, He's a really good pass rusher. Really good pass rusher. So the faster you can get him on the field, the better. But when he's ready, he doesn't need to be your 250, 260-pound guys. I don't know if they'll ever be that. But I think by year two or year three, as he gets acclimated to the weight room and really puts on a couple pounds so that he can compete in this league, I think he'll be ready. But I think that where we will see him a lot is and early is on the special team side of it. I think he's one of those guys who will play special teams either even this year, this upcoming year, or the next year, and really see a lot of good, good plays on special teams. And why do I think that? Why do I think that he can play special teams? Why do I think that he could play so early? What makes him comparable to Montez Sweat? Well, he was listed in 24-7's top 50 freaks list. Now, the top 50 freaks list, that's a list that's kind of reserved for 
for guys who do things that other people can't do, other prospects can't do, such as running a crazy fast 100-meter dash, jumping out of the gym, like just something crazy about them that not very many other prospects possess, whether it be super speed, just really long, lengthy, crazy tall, something like that. Samuel Same gets that because he's really long and lengthy, really long arms, really fast. Good basketball player with a really good vertical. I mean, this is your prototypical guy that you're looking for as as an edge rusher because he has that really good length. He has that great speed. He has that good burst, that good power in his legs, which is what gives him a really good vertical jump. And he has good leverage. That's all a mixture of what you like to see from a really good defensive end prospect. That is why On3 Sports rated him as a four-star recruit. He's one of Iowa State's early offers for this class. I think we offered him maybe like two years ago, maybe even before that. We offered him after his freshman season. I know that. Whenever that was. Freshman or sophomore. It was really early. Really early. And I remember watching his tape when he got the offer. Because I was like, wow. We offered a 2023 guy. So this was a couple years ago. I was like, wow. We've offered a 2023 guy. I wonder how good this guy is. So I watched his huddle tape. And I was blown away. I was like, this is a really good player. This is a really good player. He's really long really fast, get after the quarterback. I'd love to see if we can go after this guy. Now, the thing with when we offer guys that early, when they're like either early in their sophomore year or just finished their freshman year, you kind of don't really know where the trajectory of their of their career is going to lead them. They might become a five-star recruit. We've seen that before. They might become a five-star recruit. And, you know, at that point, it can kind of make it difficult for Iowa State to really be in contention. Or they could kind of wither away and nothing to become with them. I've seen that too. Guys that I've seen after their freshman year that I've really liked, you know, they look pretty good. They look like your prototypical guy. And then they just kind of wither away and nothing becomes of it. Samuel Same, he was one of those guys where I was like, He has the length, he has the speed, he has all of the tools. I hope that he can kind of put it together and stick with it and stick so that Iowa State can can keep on him and bring him into the class, and that's what we did. I think Samuel Same is one of those guys, and we'll talk about the other defensive end prospect that we signed, but Samuel Same is one of those guys that we're bringing in who we go, okay, he can play, he can definitely play. But his potential is off the charts. Like if Samuel Same, if he really, really clicks, he's an NFL player. That's why they gave him the four-star ranking. That's why he's listed in the top 50 freaks. Because he has all the tools. I mean, he's one of those guys who can tickle his knees standing up. That's how long his arms are. Really, really solid prospect. He's one of those guys. And I don't even think he's a boomer bust guy. Usually you see a lot of boomer bust guys. Okay, this guy, he's either going to be an NFL player or he's going to be nothing. I don't think that was Samuel Same. 
I think that Samuel Same, his floor is being a good football player. His ceiling is NFL. That's definitely where his ceiling is. But his floor is not like his floor is not like bust, can't play this guy. His floor is this guy's gonna be a good college football player. It just depends on, you know, luck. Let's be honest. A lot of it's luck. A lot of it's, you know, is he gonna pick it up? Is it gonna click for him? And sometimes you just don't know. He's a great kid. Really happy that he's here. Can't wait to see what he does. The next guy, man. The next guy, hang on one second. (coughs) The next guy. Defensive end out of Des Moines North High School. And I'm not exactly sure about how to say his last name. I know the last guy, Samuel Same. I know that's how you say his last name. But I think it's David Cocker. <laughs> I have that Chicago accent. So I think it's David Cocker. You know who I'm talking about. Iowa kid. Des Moines North High School. My neighbor. Six foot four, 260 pounds. Offers from Iowa, where he was committed. We'll talk about that in a second. Mizzou, Minnesota, Nebraska, among others. Those are good those are good offers. My player comp for him is that he's a mini Ennio Wazarike. We'll talk about that in a second. Significant playing time. I think that this guy will see significant playing time year three. Now when I say the guy like will see significant playing time year three, that could be for a few reasons. That could be he needs to learn football. That could be mean he needs to grow in his body like Samuel Osame. He needs to grow in his body a little bit. I think in this case, David Cocker, he's a very raw guy. Very raw. He's one of those guys that when he comes in, I think that he's really going to need his redshirt year. Really going to need it so he can grow into it, get up to the level of competition. Um where a, a lot of these a, the level of competition for college football but I think by year two we're going to start hearing okay this David Cocker guy is really becoming a problem in practice in a good way he's really showing sparks but I, and I think that he'll get on the field his year two sparingly year two to really get some to get some run and I think that he'll impress but by year three, that will be his year where he figures it out. He gets in the weight room. He learns the position from Eli Rashid and really explodes. It's what we saw with Enio Wazirike. Enio Wazirike, his first year here, didn't play at all. He was learning how to play football. He was learning how to get used to his body. He's learning to get in the weight room. Year two... He played sparingly. Year three, burst onto the scene, could not take him off the field. Really became an integral part of that defense. Mizzou was the first team to offer David Cocker. And I remember when it happened, I was like, Mizzou's offering a kid from Des Moines North? I'd never heard of David Cocker by that, at that point. It's like, Mizzou's offering this kid? 
what's going on? Like, who is this kid? And I clicked on his huddle. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, he has all the tools. He has all the tools. Very raw. Very raw. But he has all the tools. And then the dominoes started following. We offered. Nebraska offered. Then he went to a camp. A camp in Iowa City. Iowa City offered. And he committed that same day. You know what? I thought it was done. I thought it was a done deal. I thought, you know what? That's probably a pretty good place for him to go. Because he has extremely high potential. And he could play defensive end or defensive tackle. I really think he could play either position. And you know what? I think that's what how we're going to view it. It's a lot like any Owazirike. Is he a defensive end? Is he a defensive tackle? Who knows? It doesn't really matter. It's where he where does he fit? But when he committed to Iowa, I was like, you know what? Both schools have really good defensive line coaches, really good defensive lines. I think both schools would be a good fit for him. And he just decided to go to Iowa that day. I was like, you know what? It's probably a good fit. And then somehow, somehow, this coaching staff turned it around and got him to become a cyclone. And I can't tell you how good this is. He has extremely high potential. Extremely high. Like, this is the cool thing about this this defensive line class, and we'll talk about it with a couple other guys. I think both Samuel Same and David Cocker, I think their their ceiling is NFL and pretty good in the NFL. David Cocker is really he's a he has a huge frame, really long arms, he has a really thick build, but he's light on his feet. Think about any. Really, that's probably a really good comp for him. He's a little shorter than any. He's not 330 pounds like any was. But he can play both the defensive end and the defensive tackle position. He's really thick, but still lean, light on his feet, really good push, really good leverage, super long arms. Think about any, but just a little bit shorter. I'll take that. I'll take another fourth-round pick at defensive line. Shoot. Maybe in this case, he's a higher pick. Day two or day one. Anyway, both of these defensive ends, if, I, if you were to ask me where do they fit within the Campbell tenure of defensive line talent, I think they're near the top. I'm going to record a third show probably next week or, you know, maybe on Sunday night when I have time. But I'm going to record a third show talking about, you know, I'm going to give some superlatives. I'm going to give give my thoughts on the walk-on guys real quick. I might go back and rank them of where I think uh, where I think these recruits are in terms of, you know, the best that Matt Campbell has brought in. Because I think these are these two guys are among the best that we could have brought in. There's another guy that we're recruiting, Blake Purchase. Blake Purchase was an exceptional talent. Exceptional talent. Brother of Miles Purchase. Really fast. 
really good pass rusher. But you know what? I don't think that either of these two guys are much of an understudy to him. I think both of these guys, they're different. They're different than Blake. But both of these guys have exceptional talent, raw ability, really good frames, good strength, good leverage, good everything. And they could be really good NFL prospects someday. I'm excited for both of them. And you know what? Let's talk about the defensive tackles. The first guy that I want to talk about is Anthony Cunningham. He's a defensive tackle out of Belleville East High School in Illinois. He's six foot four, three hundred pounds. I think a good player comp for him is Ray Lima, and I'll talk about that in a moment. But his significant playing time that I could see him at is year three. He's got a lot of extra weight. I think he needs to cut it off. He has some techniques that he needs to work on. I think we'll see him in year three. He was an early surprise commitment for us. Really early. He was right after another guy who decided to go to Virginia, Jason Hammond. But he was right at that point. He was right like March when he committed. And when he committed, I remember watching this tape and I was like, this this guy is not exactly your big sack type guy. A guy who's in the middle of the line and going to break through it and get a sack. That's not his game. His game is a lot like what we saw with Ray Lima. He's going to clog up holes. He's going to make it really difficult for the running backs to get through. Quarterback's not going to be able to go anywhere. He's going to flush the quarterback out of the pocket. Going to bottle everybody up. That's his game. And we've seen a lot of success with those types of players at Iowa State. you Ray Lima's. Dominic Orange, among other guys. Any Wazirike played that for a little bit. Any was a little bit better at rushing the passer through that position. But that position is really about clogging up the holes. That's what Ray Lima did really well. That's what Anthony Cunningham did really well in high school. I'm excited to see what he can do. Because I've heard a lot of praise about him, even though he doesn't have all the big offers that, you know, kind of gets fans really excited. He committed to Iowa State really early, so that kind of negated teams from coming after him. But he's from a place in Illinois where football is really bred. It's right by the East St. Louis, St. Louis area. And there's a lot of good talent down there. And he's one of the guys who we brought up from up down there. I'm excited about Anthony Cunningham. I can't wait for him to get on campus. I can't wait for him to get in the weight room. Because he's a guy who I think could be a really good force in the middle of that defensive line. He's a big guy. He's a good kid. And I can't wait for him to get up here. One moment. Let's talk about a late addition, another defensive tackle. And I'm going to bring up a player comp for him, and you're going to be like, hold on a minute. Now, remember, the player comps is just a comparison. It's just what I think this guy looks like. 
and not necessarily, you know, not necessarily the, his ability. But you know what? I think this guy, I'm, I'm not exactly sure how to say his name. I'm giving it my best go. Zymir Hawk, defensive tackle from Hillside, Hillside High School in New Jersey. We'll talk about that in a moment. He's six foot two, 295 pounds. He has offers from Marshall, Kent State, Western Michigan, among others. The player comp that I would give for him, here it is, Warren Sapp. I'll talk about that in a moment. I think that it, the when I watch this guy's tape, I see Warren Sapp's tape. I think that we'll see significant playing time from him maybe year two or year three. I think that we'll see him pretty early, to be honest. And here's why. Here's why. I, 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 when I said that, we're going to talk about his high school for a moment. There's, I, I, I've never heard of Hillside High School. I never heard of Hillside High School before. So why are we going to talk about it? Well, he's from New Jersey. Iowa State doesn't really recruit New Jersey very much, if at all. I don't, I don't remember the last time we got a New Jersey player for, for college football. And knowing the staff, we really don't go out of the territory very often. We might have one or two recruiters who kind of go sometimes, but really that's not our M.O., we really recruit Ohio. We recruit Florida. We recruit the Midwest. We don't really recruit New Jersey in that eastern side. We really kind of leave that up for our, the people in Iowa City. They recruit New Jersey a lot. We really don't. We really don't. So what does that mean when we go out and we get a New Jersey kid? That means that he's a guy that's worth pursuing. That means that he's a guy that we think we could bring in here and could be a really, really good player for us. And I'd also add that a lot of these late guys who come in, your Brock Purdy's, shoot, I'd even throw in Mike Rose, Malik Verdun. Mike Rose was a late guy. Malik Verdun was a late guy. Shoot, you know Brock Purdy was a late guy. Those guys really work out for us. Really do. A lot of those late guys really work out and really shine for us. So mixed in with he's he's a later recruit that we went after that we were like, we need this guy. And a guy who's out of our territory. That really shows, that really tells me this guy has the ability to be a really special player. And when you put on the tape... And I would recommend you go and put on the tape. Two things pop out to you. One, he is lightning quick. And he is ferocious. And those are two things that you want to see out of your defensive tackles. But also what you see is you see a lot of where he may not have the best technique. He might have a lot of extra weight on him. That mixed within seeing how he does on his tape. That he's lightning quick. That he's ferocious. That he's getting in the backfield, causing sacks, stripping stripping the ball, doing all these things. Meanwhile, 
He may have a lot of extra weight on him. And he doesn't have the best form and technique and all that, which is fine. That's why we have coaches. It gets me really excited that he can come in. Eli Rashid can work with him. Our strength and conditioning staff can work with him and get him to be a great player. Because it, I'm, I'm so excited. I see a lot of Warren Sapp, quickness, sacks, get off the line, causing problems. I see a lot of Warren Sapp in him. I would say that this line that we've brought in this year, Zamir Hawk, Anthony Cunningham, David Cocker, and Samuel Same. I think those four guys, they may be the best, the best defensive line that we've brought in. Maybe. I, I'll have to go back and see. We might have had, there was a class, I believe, that we brought in Will McDonald and Zach Peterson in the same class. I'll have to go see who that defensive line was. That might be Isaiah Lee. That might have been the best one. But I think, I think that this class is a close second. I'll have to check. I'll bring that up on the next podcast. But we have four-star guy. Couple guys with NFL potential. A lot of really good pedigree guys. I'm really excited about this defensive line. I mean, shoot, look at all these guys. These guys are freaks. We we'd had ne- we never saw this type of talent in the Rhodes days. We really didn't see it at the beginning of the Matt Campbell tenure. These guys are really good. Anyway, guys, I'm going to get another drink of water and... I'll see you in a second with the linebackers. All right, so let's talk about the linebackers. First guy I want to talk about is the first guy to commit. Jack Sadowski. Linebacker from Batavia High School in Illinois. Six foot two, 220 pounds. Offers from Louisville, Kansas State, a bunch of Mac schools and others. My player comp for him would be Brian Urlacher, and I'll explain that in a second. But the time that I think he'll see significant playing time is year three. That is due to, one, him getting acclimated to the weight room and kind of learning the roles and all that. But also, I think we got a lot of really good linebacker, a lot of really good linebackers in that room. I mean, we, we saw it with all three linebackers from last year's class. Will McLaughlin was exceptional this season. We saw Carson Willick and Jacob Immen come in, look really good. I think in order to see significant playing time, it'll be a couple years. But I think by year three, it'll be Jack's time to shine. But I also think that he will be a special teams player early. A lot like Samuel Same, he's the type of guy who's going to get out there and really really cause damage a lot of these linebackers and guys like that are the guys that you want to put on special teams and Jack Sadowski is one of those dogs you can put in there and he can really wreak havoc 
So why have I given a player comp for Jack Sadowski, uh, a player comp of Brian Urlacher for Jack Sadowski? Jack Sadowski's the quintessential Chicago linebacker. He's from Batavia, which is it's on the suburbs of Chicago. He's your quintessential Chicago linebacker, especially middle linebacker. When you watched Brian Urlacher, he was fa- yes, you knew he was fast. He was big. He was really big. You knew Brian Urlacher was fast. But the thing about the way that Brian Urlacher played, because he had Lance Briggs and he had a couple other guys, Brian Urlacher stayed in the middle of the field. He was glued to the middle of the field. That's what. That's where he was. That's where he played. Now he dropped back and dropped back in coverage all the time. He picked off a lot of passes, but Brian Urlacher stayed. He stayed in the tackle box. Anything that came through that line, he was going to tackle it. Now, did he rush off the edge? Absolutely. All that kind of stuff. Did all that stuff, but mainly his role was in between the tackles. Don't let anything through. That is what Jack Sadowski is incredible at. When you think of Chicago linebackers, that's what you think of. And Jack Sadowski, who will play, who will probably will play middle linebacker at Iowa State, is incredible. He's incredible between the tackles. Coming up and getting the quarterback, playing really physical at the line of scrimmage. He's a dog. He's one of those hard-nosed dudes. When you think of an old-school linebacker, you think of this guy. You think of a guy who's hits hard at the line of scrimmage. May not be the fastest guy, but he's big, and he's physical. And he's not going to give you an inch. And that's what Jack Sadowski does. That's what I'm really excited about him for. I've been keeping my eye on him. I've been keeping my eye on his rankings. Um... On 24-7 and other places. And I was really excited to see that 24-7 bumped him up to an 88 rating, which is really high. We haven't had very many linebackers come to Iowa State with an 88 ranking. That's really high. And for him not to be one of those lateral-type linebackers, that's pretty phenomenal for him to get an 88 ranking. Do those rankings mean everything? No, but it's a good indicator that we're on the same page, that I'm on the same page as them. Because I, he is one of those guys who's not going to let anybody come up the middle. He's a lot like Orion Vance. The fact that he's big and he's physical at the point of attack and he's physical at the line of scrimmage. Jack Sadowski will help stop the run at Iowa State. I'm excited to see what he can do. Another guy that we got to talk about, man, what a good win for Iowa State. Is Cooper Ebel. I might be saying his last name wrong, and I apologize. But he's a linebacker out of Hartley Melvin Sanborn High School in the middle of nowhere, Iowa. <laughs> Just kidding. Northwest Iowa. Northwest Iowa. He plays quarterback and linebacker there. And strong safety. 
He primarily played strong safety on defense. He played quarterback on offense. He was an incredible quarterback. But I'm here to talk about the linebackers and the strong safeties aspect of it, the defense side. He's six foot three, 210 pounds. He has offers from Iowa, Nebraska, and Vanderbilt. The player comp that I would give him, and a lot of people are going to be mad at me for this. He's a lot like Chad Greenway. He's a lot like Chad Greenway with his physicality, off the edge, do-it-all type player. Significant playing time is a lot similar to Jack Sadowski. Got a lot of people up there, but I think we'll see him year three. And special teams early, he'll contribute. He's really fast. He's lengthy. He's what you want to see out of a special teams player. A little bit more about Cooper. He's a super athlete. Super athlete. On both sides of the ball for his high school. I don't know. He, he there's, There was a stat that came up a couple weeks ago that he was of his rushing yards, and it was some crazy amount, absolute crazy amount that he rushed for. And it was awesome to see because you want to see that from your guys. You want to see that they're performing on all sides of the ball, that when they're competing, they're winning. And Cooper's a winner. He plays strong safety at his high school. He's kind of more of that sweeper position. I don't know if you knew... How many of you played soccer? But the sweeper, what they did was they were kind of behind the defense a little bit so that they could clean up the play before it got to before it got to the uh, the goal. That's kind of what he does. Now, obviously, he doesn't play back at like a free safety position really far back just to catch the garbage but he's kind of a catch-all for his team that's kind of why they put him at strong safety so that when a guy's making a play running to the outside doing something like that cooper's there to get him he has really good pursuit really good speed he's kind of that prototypical guy that Iowa State wants to recruit. That's 6'3", 210 pounds with great speed, great length, great physicality, and great pursuit. The pursuit is a lot what we were looking for, and he has it. And it just so happens that one of these prototypical Iowa State linebackers is in a small town in northwest Iowa. This was a battle between Iowa and Iowa State. Iowa really wanted him. Iowa saw a lot of their Carson Scharrer guy. They have another. They have a linebacker on their team named Carson Scharrer, and they saw a lot of that guy in Cooper. They wanted to take him, Cooper and turn him into, you know, another really good linebacker at Iowa. But Iowa State had other plans. They saw Cooper and said, "You know what? We've turned a lot of you guys." A lot of guys like you into really good players. And Iowa State won out, and this was a big one. This was a big one. It's great to win in-state battles. 
It's it's even better to win in-state battles on guys who are going to be really good for your program. And that's what Cooper's going to be. I'm really excited for him to get on campus, get in the weight room, get up to about 225 pounds, because then he's going to be a really good player for us. He's going to keep that speed. Can't wait to see where he goes. <coughs> Excuse me. Next guy. Man, not very many people know about this guy because he, he flipped his commitment on signing day. He's another linebacker. His name is J.J. John Louis. He's a linebacker from Centerville High School in Ohio, Dayton, Ohio. He's six foot two, 215 pounds. He has offers from Western Michigan, which is where he was previously committed, among many other Mac schools. The player comp that I would give to him is Willie Harvey. You remember him? Willie Harvey. Significant playing time, I see that he could play year two or year three. Why do I, th- I, I, I think that this is a really good pickup for us. He kind of played that hybrid linebacker safety position that Cooper played, Cooper Ebel played. But he is an ex- extremely fast player. He runs in about 11 second 100 meter dash, which is what a lot of our, which is what a lot of our wide receivers run. But he runs it at 6'2", 215. He's really physical. He hits really hard. Causes a lot of fumbles. This is the type of guy. Every year we get a, we get a guy who we look at that we're looking into. And we're going, we need to flip this guy from this Mac school. We saw it from Malik Verdun. We saw it from Mike Rose. We saw it from a couple other guys. This is that guy for this year. Who we went, you know what? The Mac school found him. But we need to take him. Because he's really good. He's a power five player. And we want him to come play at Iowa State. He reminds me a lot of Willie Harvey. He might be a little bit bigger than Willie Harvey was, but he reminds me a lot of Willie Harvey because he's a really versatile player, very lateral, incredible athleticism, good speed, good instincts, very good instincts. He's one of those guys who's a late get for us. A guy who we need to fl- who we who we looked at and we went we want to flip this guy. A lot of these guys seem to work out very well for us. I'm very excited for that he's here. I think three, these three linebacker recruits are going to be really special for us. It's another class of really good linebacker recruits. Last year was an incredible class. We got a four-star in Jacob Imming. We got Will McLaughlin. We got Carson Willick. Three really, really good players for us, guys that have already seen the field. 
The class before that, we got Miles Mendezun and Karsten Marshall. Two really good players. Really good players. And this year, we got three more guys. Our linebacker group is going to be secured for the next few years. Knowing that we got Jack Sadowski, Cooper Ebel, and J.J. Jean-Louis. Three guys. Three guys who we would have been celebrating for weeks if they were in the Rhodes years. And I'm celebrating them now. Because we are going to win a lot of games with these guys. Our defense is going to stay top, top with these guys. Can't wait to see where they go. Can't wait to cheer for them. Can't wait to root for them. Anyway, guys, we're going to take another little quick break. And we're going to talk about the safeties and wrap this one up. Thanks. Okay, so let's wrap the show up with the DBs. First guy I'm going to talk about, Jamison Patton. Safety out of Ankeny High School. Played at Roosevelt for three years. Came to Ankeny High School for his senior year. Totally balled out. Six foot two, 190 pounds. He has offers from Iowa, UCLA, Kansas State, Nebraska, Washington, among other Power 5 schools. My player comp for him that I would give is Derwin James. Derwin James, currently in the NFL, really good player, Pro Bowl player, plays for the Chargers. He's not the fastest guy, but he's really, he has really good instincts, really good ball, really good ball player, really a force at the safety spot. When do I think that Jameson Patton will see significant playing time? I think late in his first year to his second year. There's a reason why we're bringing in so many safeties. We're pretty low on depth. I think Jameson Patton has the ability. He has the talent. He could see some playing time late in his first year. But I definitely think we'll see him his second year. I saw him a lot this year. I went to a lot of Ankeny games. I was curious because, you know, I could see see two Iowa State players at once. Jameson Patton played wide receiver and safety. I thought he was pretty good at wide receiver. I thought he was lights out at safety. I was really impressed with what I saw. He commanded the defense against a lot of really good teams. I mean, he's playing the Dallin Catholics. He's playing your Valleys. He's playing your Southeast Polks. He, he did a really good job this season. He commanded that defense. Got it. He was up on the line of scrimmage making tackles, chasing down dudes, playing balls in the air. A lot like Derwin James, if you watch Derwin James on Sundays. Jameson Patton is one of those guys who you're like, yeah, he's going to come in. He's going to make a difference. He, made, he had a presence on the field. You knew exactly where he was at all times. Because he made his name known. He was always in on the play. His instincts are incredible. He was always there to make the tackle. He's not the most fast player. He's not the fastest player out there. But he has really good pursuit. Really good instincts. He can jump really high. And he's going to be at the ball every single time. 
up on the line of scrimmage to make the play. When he drops back, really good in coverage. This is a really big time get for Iowa State. It's really good that we could keep him in state and keep him at Iowa State. There was a time there that I was worried that he was going to go to Iowa. You know what? That might have been a pretty good fit for him. But I think that he made a better choice in coming to Iowa State because I believe that he will really flourish in our three safety system. I was worried that he might go out of state. I was worried that he might go to UCLA or Washington because those are very enticing schools. Georgia Tech, those are very enticing schools. Good schools with good programs. But he decided to stay home. He's a really good player. One of the best safeties that Matt Campbell has brought in. I would say guys like Bo Freeler, Malik Verdun, Jameson Patton, they're all about the same talent level. Bo Freeler is incredible. Bo Freeler is probably, probably the best that we've ever brought in. Jameson Patton is right up there. Right up there. I'm really excited to see what he can do. I think that he's, he's ready to go. A lot of these guys, especially guys that are closer to the football, where their position line is up closer to the football, I think a lot of these guys need to get in the weight room. Most, most college athletes do their first season. Need to get in the weight room. I think Jameson Patton is one of those guys who's the exception. He probably is ready to go right now. Needs to get in, learn the position. I think he'll be playing late in his first year. Really excited to see him. Let's talk about another guy. This guy I'm also really excited to see. Norris Davis. Norris Davis is not one of those guys that's talked about a lot for this recruiting cycle. A lot of the guys that we talk about a lot are the guys that are in state. Rightfully so, fans want to see the guys in state do well. Those are the guys that they've been rooting for throughout college or throughout their high school days. And those are the guys, you know, there's a little bit of pride there. You want to see the Iowa kids do well. We'll put that pride aside. As Norris Davis is a really good football player. He plays safety at Tampa Bay Tech High School in Tampa Bay, Florida. Tampa, Florida. That high school might ring a bell because that's where Greg Gaines went to play. That's where he played high school football. It's probably how we found out about Norris Davis. Really good high school program. Plays a lot of top competition. We'll talk about that in a little bit. He's six foot two, 175 pounds. His offers from Boston College, Kansas State, Ole Miss, and Penn State, among others. The player comp that I would give for him, I don't know if you remember this guy. Played at Alabama, played in the NFL, plays linebacker in the NFL now. Mark Barron. Mark Barron was an incredible hitter. Absolutely annihilated people. Really good run stopper. Played on those early Nick Saban championship teams. Really good player. 
I think that the significant playing time that we'll see for Norris Davis is either year two or year three. I think we'll see him a lot on special teams. The reason why I think that it might take him a little bit of time, he might need a redshirt year, I think he needs to get a little bit bigger. 175 is a little skinny, especially for how tall he is. Once he gets in the weight room, once he gets acclimated to learning the position in college, I think he'll be ready to go pretty quick. Here's why. The guys that play at Tampa Bay Tech, they're football players. They're bred to play football. Down there when they're playing Gaither and they're playing a couple other teams, that's what it is. That's life down there. Down there in Florida, down down in Texas, it's life down there. It's a way of life. Tampa play Tampa Bay Tech plays hard. They play tough. Not to say that Iowa the Iowa high school football doesn't play tough or whatever, but it's just different. It's a whole different ball game. Norris Davis hit people some really freaking hard. Knocked them out of their misery. Really good player. A lot of really good run support, but also good in coverage. There's a reason here in that Penn State offer. There's a reason he had SEC schools looking at him and offering him. Really good player. He's going to help us be good. He's going to help us shore up that secondary that we had that was so good this year. He's going to step right in and really perform well. I foresee him being the free safety, the center safety, just because of how good he is at the line of scrimmage, how good he is at making physical plays. We see it a lot with Bo Freeler. We see it a lot with the other guys at that position. But Bo Freeler is a great example of it, how physical you can be at the line of scrimmage. Norris Davis is, plays the same way. He's a little bit taller. He's a little bit lengthier. He needs to go into the weight room and, get, and bulk up. But that's what we're going to see, that type of player. Really excited for him to get on, on campus. Next player that we need to talk about, Tayshawn James. Safety out of Carl Albert High School in Oklahoma. This is a school that we've never recruited before. Down in Oklahoma, not a place that we recruit very often. And when we offered him and he he committed, I was definitely intrigued. I was definitely intrigued. I wanted to see what exactly we were getting. Six foot, 180 pounds. Offers from Tulsa and UNI. He committed to Iowa State over the summer after his official visit. The player comp that I would give to him is Kamari Cottonmoya. We'll see a theme here in a little bit. The time that I think he'll get significant playing time is year three. I think he needs to learn the position a little bit. He needs to get in the weight room. He's a smaller guy. He needs to get in the weight room. And I think he needs to learn the position a little bit from Dion Broomfield before he can step on the field. But man, what an exciting player. 
He's probably, of this position group, he probably has two things more than other guys. He's the hardest hitter of the group. He's the hardest hitter of all these safeties and these DBs. Really hits hard. When they would give it out superlatives in in the local newspaper that he plays at, they would give him nearly every week the hardest hitter award. He would always have a big hit that week. That's something that you like to see. You like to see your the players really getting after it, really playing hard, not headhunting, but really being physical at the point of attack. The other thing that Tayshon James has is he's the fastest safety of the group. Incredibly fast. Runs a sub-11, 100-meter dash. Sub-11 second. He's fast. He hits hard. I'm excited to see what he can do. I I think he needs to come in, needs to learn the position a little bit, but the sky's the limit for him. He has really good potential. Comes from a good high school program that I hope we continue to recruit. We have a 2024 guy that we are recruiting. Hope we're in contention for him. Tayshawn James is one of those guys who might have gotten a little bit overlooked because he didn't have the pop and circumstance that other guys had, like the in-state guys or guys with big-time offers. But Tayshawn James is not a guy that you should sleep on. Really hard hitter. You can tell he loves football. Really good speed. He's one of those guys who will come out of the blue in a couple years where people go, wait, who is that guy? Who's that guy? We say, oh, it's Tayshawn James. You should have listened to the podcast because he's a really good player. I'm excited to see what he can do. And last but not least, let's talk about Cam Smith. Cam Smith, he could either play safety or cornerback. I think he's only played safety in high school. But he's one of those guys who, you know, he could fit either way. He's a great all-around athlete. He's a, deep, he's a safety, quarterback, wide receiver, all of it, at Austin Town Fitch High School in Ohio. He's 5'11", 185 pounds. His offers from Kentucky, Army, and a bunch of Mac schools. The player comp that I would give to him, and I'll have to explain this one, is Greg Eisworth. Kind of when I see that him getting significant playing time is probably year three. Needs to get in the weight room and learn the position. And I think that we'll see him a lot on special teams. A lot. He'll get a lot of run. The thing that I like about Cam Smith, he is a leader on the team. He will be a leader. He led the guys through the recruiting process. He kept the guys together. He recruited other players to come here. I think he was successful with some of them. He committed early to us. I think he committed in April. 
He wants to be a cyclone. And the reason why I give him the player comp of Greg Eisworth is that's kind of how he plays. He's not very big. He's not the fastest guy out there. But he's going to make the play. He's going to make big plays. He's going to make plays where you go, how did he do that? He's a gamer. He's a baller. He's the type of player that we need at Iowa State. Guys who can make all the right plays. Guys who are in the right position. Guys who stay true to the defense. That's what Cam Smith is. He's a great all-around athlete. Can't wait for him to get on campus. He's a guy who deserves the world. Anyway, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Just looking looking up and down this list real quick. Looking up and down this list, we got some really special dudes. I'm just talking about defense for right now. Probably got probably got one of the top defensive line classes that we've ever gotten at Iowa State. I'll have to look back. I think that 2018 one was really special, but that was after the fact. That we found out was special after the fact. This one might be even more special. I think we got four dudes who can really play. Those two edge rushers, man, I think they're NFL talents. These linebackers, they might need to wait their turn because we got a bunch of guys in front of them. But I think some of these guys, I think all of them will play on special teams. I think all of them are among the best we've ever recruited here. They're not statues. They're not slow. They're not sluggish. They're not small. They're all in that 6-2, range. Incredibly, incredible talents. I really like I really like what we got here in these linebackers. It's obvious to see that Jack Sadowski will be the middle linebacker. Cooper Ebel and JJ Jean-Louis are going to be the outside linebackers, really good at roaming, really good at pursuit. I'm excited for those guys. And last but not least, these defensive backs. You know, Jameson Patton. What a great story. Comes into camp, tries out at quarterback, asks to come back the next day, throws throws the ball, or plays incredibly well at, at safety, and we offer him. Where his first offer, it's big time, and it probably sealed the deal. And I went to go watch him this season, and man, I was really impressed. It was his first year playing safety at a big-time level at 5A, and he was incredible. Absolutely incredible. It's what you wanted to see. He was good at wide receiver. He got open. He was a good target for J.J., but when he went on the defense, it was it was invigorating. It was awesome. I couldn't wait. I wanted him to come on the team this year. 
But then you have other guys like Norris Davis who just plays a different level of football down in Florida. You have a guy like Taysom James who's in the newspaper every other day, every other week for how big of a hit he had or a play that he made. And every single week, it was, look at how big this hit was. Look at this play that he made. Look at this interception. Look at this block. Look at this. That's the type of stuff that you like to see. Playmakers making plays. And Cam Smith, the same thing. Led his team. Did it all for his high school team. Quarterback, he was a pretty good quarterback. Wide receiver, safety. You like to see talents like that, talents that are not bottled up into one position, limited into one position. You like to see guys who, if you put a task in front of them, they can carry it out and do it. That's a winner. That's a leader. I can't wait for this team. I can't wait. We got news today that Ryan Clanton is our offensive line coach. We know who we have on defense. We have a really good up-and-coming safeties coach. One of the best linebackers coaches and an impressive and amazing defensive line coach. And obviously we have John Haycock. All of those guys together are going to lead these young men to be some of the best defensive units in the country. We've already seen it. And our talent is just growing and growing. We have a really good coach at Nate Shieldhouse at offensive coordinator. We have Ryan Clanton, who has put guys in the NFL. And on the other side of the ball, usual suspects, but really special dudes. I can't wait to see what this defense does. We got better in this class. Much better. Especially this defense. Got much, much better. I can't wait to see these pass rushers. Some of these DBs are among the best we've ever recruited. And those three linebackers. Ooh, boy. can't wait anyway guys i'm probably gonna wait a couple more days to put out the third episode where we're gonna talk about the walk-ons i'm gonna answer some questions that's why i'm gonna wait a little bit i'm gonna gather some questions and then i'm gonna give out some superlatives anyway guys it's really late right now it's like 2 30 in the morning Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Hope you enjoy yourself. Hope you see your family. Stay warm. Go Cyclones. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.